What we've got here is failure to communicate. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. Tough, unique, bad, bold, and sassy. 60% of the time, it works every time. Everyone in this room is now dumber for having listened to it. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Take the pain. Take the pain! Have you ever seen a grown man naked? Gentlemen, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Today, Junior? It's too late to turn back now. It's the Brian Hanks Show. Indeed it is. Indeed it is. Hello, live and on tape from beautiful Whitehall Drive here in lovely Kinston, North Carolina. It is Memorial Day, Monday, May the 29th in the year of our Lord 2023. This is episode 869 of the Brian Hanks Show presented by Lenore Community College. My co-hosts, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, while we're mixing it up a little bit, they're going to be joining me here in just a few minutes for the birthday game here today. We've got another great show for you today, and uh, that's right. Pretty much everybody in the world is off today. I hope if you're listening to us live, I doubt this is probably going to be one of our least listened to live broadcasts. I think we'll have a lot of folks listen to us on our uh, on the replay at 3 o'clock or uh, on our SoundCloud feed. But, uh, yeah, I, I, I've got to figure a lot of you folks are off today, too. So uh, I'm, I'm happy for you. In fact, when I get through the show today, I'll be off the rest of the day, too, with uh, my other responsibilities. But, uh, listen, got another great show for you today. Uh, joining me right after we play the birthday game here in just a few moments, uh, we're going to have the dean of ENC Sports Talk host and our regular Monday guest. He's the host of The Drive with Mark Panicelli on 107.5 FM in Greenville and Newburn and 252 ESPN. It is the great Mark Panicelli. He'll be joining us, like I said, probably about 25 minutes or so into this first hour. Then also joining us in the first hour is our regular Tuesday guest. He's our NBA and hoops expert, but with mine and Panicelli's Boston Celtics on the threshold of potentially making history by coming back from that 3-0 series deficit, I had to have on the news director of the Carteret County News Times, Richard Clark. Uh, we're going to have him back on tomorrow, too, as we'll recap tonight's game. But uh, we're going to talk Celtics and why I'm allowed to have hope that they're going to complete this historic mission tonight. So I'm very, very, very excited about that. Uh, now, he was our uh, now coming up in our second hour. He was our big interview on Friday, and he was so damn good. We had to have him back in our second hour today. It's our old friend Michael Martin. He'll be live right here in our plush, well-lit studio on Whitehall Drive. We're going to talk uh, Down East Wood Ducks, uh, the sale. We're probably going to get some uh, Boston Celtics talk in and just everything, man. It's going to be so much fun. Uh, but, uh, man, I, I was silly and only allowed us like 29, 30 minutes on Friday. We didn't hardly get to anything. As you know, uh, you get me and Michael Martin together, man, it gets long-winded. So uh, he'll be joining us. Uh, I don't know if I've ever done this before, if I've had a live guest in back-to-back -back episodes, but we're going to be doing that with uh, Michael Martin in our second uh, hour today. So birthday game, Richard Clark, I mean, uh, Mark Panicelli, Richard Clark here in the first hour, Michael Martin in the second hour. And uh, we're going to have a lot of fun. Hey, uh, just real quick updates. Uh, Junius update, which I, I love doing. Uh, Junius, he's getting better every day. Had a, uh, a pre It started out kind of rough, but his weekend turned out pretty good. Uh, Linda and I are going to go see him today, too. 
I know we're taking the love of uh, Kinsel and North County with us when we do that too. But uh, it, had, it started out kind of rough. It ended much, much better. Can't wait to see him today. We saw him on uh, Saturday. And, uh, again, like I said, just can't wait to see him today. Uh, keep throwing prayers up there for him. But like I said, it's, I don't know what I was expecting. I was expecting, you know, Junius, who's as tough as he is, would just bounce right back and be, and it's going to take a while. This is, you have brain surgery. Uh, it takes, uh, it takes a lot out of you. And, uh, again, keep praying for him. Okay. Uh, down East Wood Ducks, they didn't play Saturday or Sunday due to rain and stupid Zebulon. Uh, and they are. 23 and 18. They're a half game behind the hated Carolina Mudcats for first place in the Carolina League North. We'll talk more about this when we have uh, Michael on in our second hour. But uh, the dudes are at home versus the Carolina League South, leading Columbia Fireflies all week, beginning tomorrow, Tuesday at 7 p.m. at Historic Granger Stadium. Tomorrow's Tribute Tuesday. Wednesday is Winning Wednesday. Thursday, Thirsty Thursday. I love all these alliterative. Umbrella giveaway on Friday, thanks to Piggly Wiggly. Basketball jersey giveaway on Saturday, thanks to Walker Insurance Group Nationwide. And then Dogs and Dogs on Sunday. How about ECU? We'll get some of the ECU baseball. We'll get some of that talk in also with uh, Panicelli and with uh, Mike Martin in our second hour, too. But uh, they lost the AAC championship yesterday. They will not host a regional this year. We'll give you all those sites uh, later on this hour, too. Uh, Clemson wins the ACC baseball tournament and will host a regional. And, again, we'll give you all those regional hosts, too. Okay, uh, I tell you what, before we jump into uh, the birthday game, uh, for 65 years, Lenore Community College has helped men and women in our area tangibly improve their lives. LCC's mission is to meet the personal, cultural, and professional educational needs of its students through affordable, accessible, and innovative educational programs. Now, LCC has its main campus right here in Kenston at 231 Highway 58 South, but it also has satellite campuses in Greene County and Jones County. Call LCC at 252-527-6223. Visit their website at lenorecc.edu or visit one of the beautiful campuses in Kenston, Snow Hill, or Trenton to find out how you and change your life today. And again, thank you so much to Lenore Community College for being the title sponsor of the Brian Hank Show. Like I said, we're mixing it up a little bit for you here today. Usually we play the birthday game at an end of an hour, most of the time at the end of the second hour, sometimes at the end of the second hour but or at the end of the first hour. But got to tell you, just mix things up today. And I thought, why not? It's Memorial Day. Let's play around with this. This is something John's wanted me to do for a while anyway is uh, play the birthday game early in the show. Well, by God, we're going to do it. Let me know what you think about it. Let's get uh, John and Jonathan in here. Play Memorial Day edition of the birthday game. It's Monday, May the 29th in the year of the Lord, 2023. It's the, my favorite part of the show. And I, we have great guests on the show and all that. But you know what, John Dawson and Jonathan Massey, this is my favorite part of the show. It truly is. I like when I get my boys. Why are you halfway looking at me, John Dawson? I mean, I can't be sincere. I can't give you some feels. Can't, I can't. Can't go 20 seconds without derailing yourself. I'm not even drilling. We've gone 28 seconds, and I've stayed on the same theme. I love you, John, and I love you, Jonathan, and I just I love this part of the show. I mean, I really do. We were going down the I love you guys highway. To, why are you looking at me that way? <laughs> well, but because you were okay. I'll, but that doesn't because uh, well, you were looking at me like with your I, I, eyes. I, yeah, like you were doing 10, that. Yeah, like 10 percent open, and like, what's he setting me up for? I'm being sincere. There's no joke here. There's no riff. There's no whatever. I love doing the birthday game with you guys. I'll level with him, though. When do we not 
remain suspicious of each other. <laughs> it's like a it's like a Mexican standoff. I've been burnt before. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Blondie. I'm sorry. There you go. Uh, what did you guys do? It's the birthday game presented by GoEqual Office Automation and uh, Massey. You'll tell us about them here in a moment. But I want to know how your weekend was, John Dawson. I went door to door selling encyclopedias. Okay. Second job. Good job, John. Mm-hmm. I like a work. I, mean, I don't. I don't have a. I don't you work know. for anyone. I was just taking the orders and keeping the money for myself. Do people Smart. still order in the in the age of the internet and Google and uh, Ask Jeeves, as uh, Jonathan <laughs> reminded us a few weeks ago? Uh, was that you or was it John that reminded us about Ask Jeeves? He it did. Was, yeah. <laughs> Do people still buy encyclopedias? Well, the Ask Jeeves thing just threw me off. What are you? What are we talking about? <laughs> you selling encyclopedias? Well, door door. I don't sell encyclopedias. Who said that? God, <laughs> it depends. It really just depends on uh, who their internet provider is. Yeah. Because as we know, some internet providers aren't as good as others. I think if you're Suddenlink, the encyclopedias are a quicker way to get oh, information. Oh, no, no, no. It's Optimum now. They're, um, they were, had such a bad product out there. They had to change their name. Oh, but, speaking of, that's our service provider for my job. Optimum. I have to call about every third or fourth invoice to get an invoice sent to me. Wow. How would you love to try to stream a show with that kind of connection? Yeah, no joke, dude. Jonathan Massey, how was your weekend, dude? It was great. Uh, I was going to watch the the final episode of Ted Lasso, but I never got around to it. Well, dude, I I love Ted Lasso. As everybody knows who listens to the show, we've had Kip Kroger, an executive producer, on the show and uh, you'll, you'll have to ask Linda this it's awesome dude every time his card comes up you know and it says executive producer Kip Kroger I always pause it right there and go Kip Kroger as you know he's a Kinstonian and he's an executive producer on this show John I, it, it tickles me to, to see uh, has a line of grocery stores okay. <laughs> no no you got one clap from uh, Jonathan Massey over there. That was good. Yeah, but I think it was many an claps as he's clap. got. But anyway. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, what do you think about this season? I mean, have, have you enjoyed it? I feel like it has a different tone than other seasons, a little more serious. Um, I feel like they've uh, – I, I, don't, I don't know how to feel about the whole Nate storyline. I haven't seen the final or the the season-ending episode either. I haven't yet. I will. I plan on doing it shortly. He was supposed to be a villain. You know? I mean, and every show needs a good villain. I mean, even if you go back to the Scrubs days, I mean, Dr. Kelso, maybe they're doing it. You know what? Since it's written by the same people and everything. Remember how Dr. Kelso really was a villain in the first four, five, six seasons? And then he came around and wasn't a villain in the last few seasons. In fact, he became a really beloved character. I wonder if that's what they're doing with Nate. I don't know because he he was he was a fan favorite at one point. Oh, absolutely. Become, becomes a villain for what four episodes? That's about really. it. Yeah. And then now he's he's seen the light with the whole Rupert stuff, and which Rupert's the villain? He's the true villain from start to finish. Yeah. I mean. And, and there's no redeeming qualities with him. I'm getting not what well, the only time I've been like, okay, he's a little relatable, was uh, when they had the the Super League meeting, and and you know. But he was still trying to. Oh yeah, he he was smarmy, but yeah, at yeah. least you saw a little bit of humanity in him for for just. A I got to disagree with you. I don't think it was humanity. I just think he wanted to hook up with his ex-wife. No, I really. Think I don't. That's th- I don't think. I don't. I'm not talking about when he was like right with her. Oh, I okay. mean, while she was telling the story. You know, he, he, you could see he kind of went back to that time and there was like, 
Oh, yeah. He hasn't always been a piece of excrement. Yeah. Do the actors do their own rope tricks on that show? Anyway, uh, hey, okay. And cut. <laughs> there you go. Oh, um, dude. But it's, it's, not just, a bit, it's not been a very Ted-centric season. It really has not. Which bothers me because you, you don't get as many Ted-isms. And I miss those. Those are my favorite. I can tell you this. Linda did not like the storyline or the plot line of Keeley and uh, Jack. And Jack, yeah. I mean, that was, I, I thought it was fine. I enjoyed it. But uh, Linda, not a fan of it so much. Did they get in trouble for having to rope all those cattle? This is a show about lasso. No, there was a goat, though. Uh, yeah, there was a, a sheep goat. or whatever it was. Yeah. Yeah. And I, I had no can, can problem. We, do you mind if I mute his mic? Is that all right, John? That's fine. Okay. I had no problem. I had no problem with the storyline, but it just seemed like such a throwaway thing. Now, once again, I haven't seen the last episode, so yeah, it may tie anything. it together. Yeah, you're yeah. right. Uh, like, see what I did there? Tie it together. Yeah. Lasso. Okay. But uh, Jack, God Almighty, <laughs> he just got it. I liked it. I liked it. <laughs> but Jack just seemed like this backhanded. I don't. I don't. I, but I called trouble on that one when she first came in the picture. You can ask Linda when the. They had their first encounter, and I was like, this is not going to end well. And, I mean, I guess that was like, as John Dawson likes to say, you can see it coming down Highway 70. How? Mm. What is it you say? See it coming down Highway 70. <laughs> I did say that. <laughs> so, if you don't know anything about Ted Lasso, just hold on. Yeah, yeah, I promise we're getting to the birthday yeah. game. But, but a lot of our listeners like Ted Lasso. Oh, though. get out of town. I, I, I really want to see more Ted Lasso. Yeah. I agree. I agree. But I don't know. Are they going to do another season? I've heard this is the last. Jason Sudeikis said they roped him into it. Yeah, that's what I've heard. There's going to be one. (laughs) I got that one immediately. That one took me a solid (laughs) 1.8 seconds to get. But, uh, yeah. Uh, No, I hear there is going to be one more season. I could see Jason Sudeikis leaving. So, the titular character leaves. Roy Uh. Kent. It seems like they've been grooming Roy Kent to be the replacement. I love because Roy you notice Kent. he started he started taking on some of those Ted traits, and he even kind of I hate what you're doing to me. <laughs> and so you know the that, character that I like, the reporter, and I didn't think I was going to like him. Trent really, Cram, the Independent. <laughs> yes. Uh, or after he got fired, he was just Trent Cram, Independent. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. The, it, we went okay. along with that other thing, so yeah, that's, not that long. Yeah. Anyway, dude, I love it. I have seen reviewers who haven't been that happy with this season, and to them, I say, "Fooey, fooey, John Dawson." Well, with the way the internet is now, every time anything comes out, somebody somewhere has a problem with everything, so you just need to ignore it. And Rotten Tomatoes is the most worthless website on the face of the earth, unless just, you agree with them. Unless you agree with them, right? Well, uh, again, I'm going making a point of trying to get that final knocked out because I just got to see how everything's tied up. And uh, then I'm going to message Kip Kroger. I am too, dude. Well, dude, here's what I do sometimes just to show you how whatever I am. Some of those times when I've told you when I've frozen it on, you know, executive producer Kip Kroger, I'll snap a screenshot of that and I'll send it to him. And he always gives me a ha-ha or a thumbs up or please stop bothering me, you know, uh, kind of text. I believe the last one. <laughs> He's a nice guy, super nice guy, and I can't wait to get him back here on the show. So, uh, wow, we have gone long here uh, as we're starting. Gee, the if only game. someone had told you that. Yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, Jonathan Massey, uh, you won on Friday. John Dawson, uh, you 
well, you've staved off elimination two days in a row, John Jonathan Massey. It's 11 days to nine, but you won on Friday four to one. Tell us about uh, our good friend Jacques Passleg and uh, Goeco Office Automation here on Memorial Day. Well, Goeco Office Automation, they don't get bad reviews because they only pump out the best client service and the best products this side of the Mississippi. You want to go over there and get a, a Canon MF420 copier like Brian Hanks has that still looks like it's out of the box. I yeah. mean, it is just mint. Uh, you need to and give tell Jacques. them how many tens of thousands of copies I've done on this in five years of the Holiday Invitational. He's done tens of thousands of copies up here on, <laughs> on, at the Holiday Invitational. That was well done. But uh, if you want to get in on that, you just need to give Jock a call at 252-252-286-286-5354. Or visit his websites at goeconc.com or whatisgoeco.com. Hey, uh, we've got uh, we've got three We've got, uh, that scares me. Point a gun at me, Brad. I, I'm looking at you. We've got three musicians to start beginning with this one. Oh, Melissa Etheridge. Melissa Etheridge. She's a great artist. She she had a show on PBS a couple of years ago. She's, it was a show, and it was just her. And it takes a lot of coordination. She would go up to a piece of percussion and and uh, perform a beat and loop it. And so that would start looping. And she would pick up a bass and play a bass line and loop that. And pick up a guitar and start singing along to everything. Wow. So, so she's very talented. Very talented, yes. Okay. Melissa Etheridge. That first album she had up, WRDU, I think, played every track off of it. Wow. Yeah. Well, this is coming to my window. I love this. The first two songs on Apple Music, you'll get a kick out of this, are coming to my window, which is what you're listening to right now. And then I want to come over is the next song. Well, I just find that kind of ironic. I'm that, sensing a theme. Yeah, there you go. I want, come to my window. Somebody I Get Me Some over. Water was her first big radio hit. Okay. Uh, Jonathan Massey, Melissa Etheridge, you a fan? Neutral, I yeah. guess. Yeah. I pretty much am too, but I love this. Here we go, chorus. I do know this. Melissa Etheridge, John. I'll say this. There's a chance I don't get the decade right. Okay. 56. You say 56. What do you say, John Dawson? 57. She was born May 29th, 1961. She's 62 today. Congratulations, John Dawson. You've uh, jumped out to a one and nothing lead. I guess I should have said this, too, though. Uh, you only need to win one more time, dude, and you clinch you the month of May. You just can't stop, can you? You just well, will not stop. Let's see if you... <laughs> let's see if... I hope nothing bad happens to your car when I'm walking out of <laughs> oh here. Oh, my God. That, dude, that's terrible. Don't yeah. say that. Yeah. Okay. Uh, next up, it goes to you, John Dawson. Uh, da, 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 da. Wait a minute. I hit the wrong thing there for sure. Okay. He's a chief songwriter. Ugh. Chief songwriter, lead guitarist, and co-lead vocalist of this band. Oh, Oasis? Is it Gallagher, Noel Gallagher or Liam no, Gallagher? No, it's Noel Gallagher. Today is his birthday. They didn't end well as a band, did they? Well, they're brothers, and they were trying to pretend like they were the King, Ray and Dave Davies of the Kinks, but they didn't have nearly as many great songs, and most of their songs ripped off. The Beatles or the Who or the Kinks. Or even U2. I mean, I had I heard a lot of people compare them to U2 when they were. Which one was the problem? I'm getting the feeling you're not a fan. It's fine. Which one was the problem? Liam or The lead Noah? singer. Well, he's the co-lead singer. Or no, this is him. Yeah, co-lead vocalist. Uh, 
So Noel was the, lead, the, lead, the front okay. guy, lead singer. I think Liam sang, wrote all the songs, did most of the work. Okay. Uh, so I, can I assume by what you're saying they're not a fan? I don't. I'm fine. It's just I wouldn't spend any money on them. There you go. Uh, Noel, Noel, Noel. Noel Gallagher. Noel Gallagher. How old is he today there, John Dawson? I. Uh, 50, geez, 54. You say 54, uh, Jonathan Massey. How old today is Noel Gallagher? 55. What'd you say? 54. He was born May the 29th, 1967, so he's 56 today. So, Jonathan Massey, you get it? You tie it up one-to-one. All you do, all you need to do is win one more day, John. That's all you have to do, John, is win one more day. And I you hope you both get muscle. rickets before the day's over. <laughs> what is rickets? It's I a vitamin C deficiency. What does it do to you? It makes your legs bow. I dated a bow-legged girl one time, man. Imagine that. I did, yeah. You remember that? It also affects your vision, so that makes sense. <laughs> 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 I expect you to lean over. And ah, it was so good, it. I figured you'd do yeah, it. Yeah, you knew I would, dude. That's cool. What's that old song? I like to go swimming with bow-legged. You remember that? Did y'all ever sing that when you were in? What? <laughs> you never heard that before? I'm not joking. I like to go swimming. I know you're not. Well, don't do it again. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm talking, we sung that when I was like 9 and 10 years old when we were growing up. We sung that at, at 4-H. I remember being One of many things you shouldn't sing on the radio as an adult. <laughs> <laughs> Was that really bad? Eh, I don't think so. There are worse things than that. It was weird. <laughs> I'll, I'll say that. But, no, I don't think it was bad. Well, it's one-to-one. One. <laughs> you want me to get back to the game here? <laughs> it's one-to-one. One. It goes back to you here, Jonathan. You all right over there, John? Please proceed. <laughs> Okay, uh, today she, uh, well, here, I'll just let me play the song first. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Uh, she was Scary Spice. I think she was your favorite, uh, Jonathan Massey. I thought you said that before. She was no <laughs> you, asked all favorite. Favorite. you asked him my favorite was, and I listed he all named five. Them all. Oh, there you go. Hold on. Oh, it's not that loud. Also, it didn't. <laughs> well. If you want to be my lover, you got to get with my You know, if you don't look at him, it'll usually stop. <laughs> no, he won't. <laughs> she was known as, uh, she was born Melanie Brown, but she was known as Mel B. Scary Spice, Jonathan Massey. What she made great chili that? on the show, Alice. <laughs> the guy who made the chili was named Mel. It was Mel's oh, Diner. Oh, there you go. Try to keep up. I'm working here. Scary Spice. Turn you that crap her, right? down. It's too loud. Okay, there you go. You sound like an old man. Such an old man right when you said that. Please say something. I did. What? What did you say? 50. Uh, you said 50. What do you say, John Dawson? 51. She was born May 29th, 1975. She's 48 today. Good for her. Uh, you lead two to one, Jonathan Massey. You know all he's got to do. That was impressive. Yeah. Hey, all he's got to do is win one more day and he clinches May, okay? Got you. Let me know when it's over. Okay. 
Uh, it goes to you, Jonathan Massey. <laughs> Tell him what I just did there, John, Jonathan Massey. Yeah, he turned the volume on that song back up so John would take his head. <laughs> it's gone. It's gone, I promise. Hand to God. <coughs> We're running long now, anyway. I said that 10 minutes ago. John Dawson, it goes to you. You trail two to one, dude. All you got to do is win. If you one don't more. say the name, I swear <laughs> to God. He just retired from the NBA last week after 19 years in the league. It's. Carmelo Anthony. Carmelo Anthony. I have no clue. I really have no he clue. He won the national championship with Syracuse in. Well, that clears that up. I don't remember. I don't remember either. 2002, maybe? 2003? Um, was, I thought it was like 04, maybe. It might but have I, been. I can't. Yeah. I, honestly, I can't remember. Something like that. So, uh, how old today is Carmelo Anthony? 19 years in the NBA. I can tell you he was in the draft class of 2003. So, it had to have been 2003. Yeah, 39. Uh, oh, my God. We gave him too many hands, didn't we? Probably. There you go. Good job, John Dawson. Indeed, today is... Carmelo Anthony's 39th birthday. Oh my God, it's so exciting. It comes on this two to two. It's a dead person, and uh, uh, all you got to do, John, if you get this one, get clenched the month of May, okay? <laughs> there you go. Uh, it is a dead person. He's the 35th president of these United States of America, oh, John Jonathan geez. Massey. It's. Shoot, what number are we on right now? We're on. Just uh, tell him who it is. 46 right now. Oh, this was 11 ago. So go back. I like that. He died. Well, you'll know what he died. I think it was Kennedy, was it? It is John F. Kennedy. There you go. Oh. He died in an unfortunate accident. In, uh, <laughs> oh, in, it was an accident? Well, yeah. I feel like it was done on purpose. Whoops. Yeah, slip. Probably, yeah. In 1963. <laughs> I don't know if you knew that or not. So it's been, you believe it's been 60 years since he passed away. I mean, it I wasn't was, born yet, but. What was it February of 63? No, November. November. Yeah, November of 63. So, uh, he died 60 years ago. That's crazy. So, how old would John F. Kennedy be if he were still alive today, Jonathan Massey? 107. You say 107? John Dawson, you can win the month of May if you get this right. How old would John F. Kennedy be if he were alive today? I'm sorry. I did my calculating wrong. Okay. 105. <laughs> he said 105. You. What did you say? 107. <laughs> he he's 106. He'd be 106. <laughs> he was born May 29th, 1917. He would be 106 years old today. This means it's tied two to two to one. Now we're so far over, John Dawson. Did we just, for the first time in the history of the birthday game, just declare today a tie and it's go fine. to tomorrow? It's fine. Are yes. you good with that? Yes. Jonathan Massey, are you good with that, or do yeah. you want a tiebreaker today? Let's let's keep it a tie. We have never done that. Because if I if I win the next two games, then the month will be a tie. <laughs> No, that's it, because I know John Dawson <laughs> Why well did you enough. tell him? <laughs> John Dawson. We were out. No, 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 no. We were out. No, there, there'll be a differential in birthdays. That's right. The tiebreaker. There what you if go. you tied in that? Oh, my God, let this be over. <laughs> we'll we'll play an over. extra one on the last one. got to get two more in. Hey, uh, a couple of local birthdays, quasi-local birthdays. Melinda Sawyer used to work with her at the uh, Kinston Daily Free Press, one of the best design people I ever worked with. She was awesome. Uh, miss you. Love you, Melinda. Hope you and Andre are doing great. And little munchkin boy. And then Tammy Lynn Rivera. Well, I can't remember his name. I hate that. Uh, yeah. And, but he's just a little cutie patootie, their son. 
Uh, Tammy Lynn Rivera, today is her birthday. She used to work at Spence Automotive. Now she works somewhere in uh, Kenston, but uh, we're friends on Facebook. She's awesome. Always, she was The thing I remember that I like the most about her, John Dawson, Jonathan Massey, she was sassy. Mm-hmm. She was very sassy. You would say something, and, and she was just sassy. She probably didn't like you. <laughs> what a look. That's just mean. Yes, probably yeah, true. just making a joke. I know, probably true, but uh, but anyway. So happy birthday to Tammy Lynn Rivera. Happy birthday to Melinda Sawyer. We didn't even talk about today being Memorial Day, but uh, hey, it's not for veterans like me who are alive. Memorial Day is to remember those, uh, those men and women who uh, gave the ultimate sacrifice. So we'll talk to you tomorrow on, or see you tomorrow on the birthday game presented by GoEco Office Automation. And again, uh, we'll talk a little bit about that with our next guest that'll be coming up here uh, in just a few moments. But uh, hey, let me know if you like that. Uh, it, like I said, it's something John's been trying to get me to do for a while is play the birthday game up earlier in the show. I know our folks that are driving into work typically on a Monday or well, any day, uh, you don't get to listen to it a lot of times because it's either playing at the end of the entire show in the eight o'clock hour, or it's at the end of the first hour. So I don't know. I just, uh, I don't know. I got a, I got a wasp in my bun. I got a bee in my bonnet. And I decided, well, let's do this a little bit early today and see, uh, see how it goes. Listen, uh, let's get our first guest up here on the line with us. Uh, but before we do that, we're going to be getting him on the Spence automotive guest line uh spence automotive it's where i get my car service it's where you should go to located at 603 plaza boulevard in the old firestone building next to the piggly wiggly and big lots spence automotive is owned by our good friend and local sports riding legend keith spence and is open monday through saturday at 7 30 a.m spence automotive takes care of all your car care needs and also sells great tires to give our buddy keith a call at spence automotive at 252-686-5011 the next time you need your car service or when you need new tires and tell him the brian hank show sent you and joining us on our spence automotive guest line right now another of our good friends who let me tell you something it's memorial day he's up early on a memorial day just to come on my little show man i can't tell you how much i appreciate him it's our good friend he hosts the Drive with Mark Panicelli on 107.5 FM and on 252 ESPN. Why, it's Mark Panicelli. Good morning, dude. Good morning. And there's nothing little about your show. <laughs> it's a big It's a big show. Well, dude. It's a, and you've you got a big show going on today, don't you? I do, man. I, listen, I am so excited about tonight. And, I mean, I, I, that's where we, you know what, I've, we're here for a good time, not a long time. Got you here for about 15 minutes or so. And I, dude, you are my fellow Boston Celtics fan. I mean, I, we're not gonna, even going to waste time on anything else. We're going to jump right in this. How giddy were you Saturday night uh, in the, in, in the final, I don't know, uh, five minutes of the game first, dude, I called it. I called it when we went up 10 with about four minutes left in the game, whatever it was three and a half minutes left in the game. I told Linda, I'm like, this is not over. This game is not over. They're going to come back there as Bill Simmons calls them. He calls them the zombie heat and they are. And of course they did. And it, it, Freaking Jimmy Butler gets fouled with what? Three seconds left. He hits all three free throws. He pulls a Kyle guy. Remember Kyle guy for Virginia when he <laughs> hit the, the big three free throws? He did. He pulled a Kyle guy. He hits all three free throws. And dude, 
I'm not going to lie to you, Mark. I'm going to, you know, you're my boy. I'm, I would never lie to you anyway. I thought it was over. I'm not even going to, I mean, I was mad. I was throwing things in my man cave. And then Derek White, man, he comes up and just, uh, I don't know. That that's a, He hits the shot. I'm all orgasmic all over my man cave. I'm throwing things again, but in happiness this time, not in anger. Dude, describe to me your Saturday night over those last, I don't know, 10 minutes of real time, but three minutes of game time, Mark. Yeah, it was, it was crazy. It was, <laughs> it was an emotional roller coaster. And, yeah, I was feeling good about it, too. Uh, and then, of course, you know, take, you know, it's going back and forth. Uh, and then right where you are, when, when Butler hit those threes, and there was whatever it was, three seconds left in the game. I, I was thinking, well, this is it. This is done. And I was somewhere between, like you said, uh, you, you were angry. I was somewhere between that and just being, I don't know, just defeated. <laughs> it's like, wow, you're going to go this far? Yep. You got me watching it again. I lied to everybody. said, I'm <laughs> not watching until game seven. You did lie. I did. I did. <laughs> now, I, I started watching the game before. But anyways, the um, – that being said, I, you know, you just didn't feel good about it then. Uh, and then I just remember watching the, you know, the inbounds. And then Marcus Smart, of all people, gets the ball. Not maybe necessarily the guy you want taking the shot at the end. And by the way, that shot, that, that, that ball hit every part of the rim except going in. And when I saw it pop out, whatever second that was, like, but there was one second between when the ball came out of the rim and somehow I still don't, I still don't know how this all happened. You telling me in three seconds, inbound pass, Marcus smart, turnaround jumper misses and Derek white gets the layup and puts it back in. Yeah. Three seconds. Oh, I thought again, <laughs> the whole world has ended. And then, Oh my God, what just happened? The unthinkable has happened. Uh, I think it's the uh, was it Jalen Brown that said, "Don't let us get one." Yep. And now here we are. It's Game Seven tonight in the Garden. And while this is the only third, only the third time that some someone's done this in the NBA, uh, excuse me, the fourth time because uh, the th the three other teams that forced a Game Seven that were down three games to none. The only difference in those three and this is that Boston is the home team going yes, into game sir. seven. That is the difference. And it's got to be a huge difference, even though they haven't played well at home uh, in this postseason. They've lost a lot of games. In fact, I think I saw that they've lost more home games this postseason than any team in NBA history. So um, that being said, they cannot continue that trend tonight or else uh, it's going to be a, a – a sad day in Mudville, as uh, as they used to say. <laughs> but but that being said, dude, I'm telling you, to to have, my heart, I was feeling really good, and then my my the heart my heart got ripped out of my chest, and then all of a sudden the magic happened, and all of a sudden Derek White, I I still don't understand how it happened in three seconds. You can't. Uh, 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 anyways, thank you, sport. Thank you, sport. <laughs> <laughs> dude i know several people tweeted that too afterwards about a uh, sports man sports and stuff like that and i mean they're absolutely right okay we're gonna break down tonight's game here in a moment but before we do that i still want to go along with uh go back to that final sequence there 
did I, admittedly, even though Derek White hit that, I thought it was after the buzzer until they slowed it down and you could see that the ball was outside of his hand with you could see air between uh the ball and his hand was zero point one on the clock. But even then, I, I got to tell you, Mark, I wasn't allowing myself to dream, dude. I just wasn't. I mean, because I, I was confident, <laughs> confident that they were going to say, you know, came after the buzzer. But with just the confidence that uh, that Derek White had, I mean, he was, you know, doing the it's good, it's good. The guys on the bench were saying it's good. And even the, the official who saw it live said it was good. I still just knew they were going to turn it over. It just did it not have that feel. I mean, that you know dude stuff happens man i mean stuff happens and i thought this was gonna be one of those situations but i don't know man it just what did you think i guess that was my question for you did you think it was good in real time Mm-mm. no 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 i i i'm much like you i as it unfolded i said <laughs> you know i sort of like gasped for a second but then i was like wait a minute wait a minute <laughs> let's kind of wait and see because, you know, there's no way, again, three seconds, three seconds, oh, man. Uh, but, here, but again, somehow, some way, um, you know, it worked. And I got to say, you're right. Um, you know, seeing the, the reaction, and I'm such an old man. Like, I, I just, I hate guys begging for, for calls all the time when, in basketball. It's like, as soon as somebody's touched me or at the end of a play, I got to do that thing where I hold my hands up in the air and like, whoa, where's my call? Yeah, and the the Celtics like like feel like every other play like they're doing that finger twirl where you re, you know watch the film again like no no run it back rewind the tape and so I was just sick of seeing that but all that being said I I didn't think even if they reviewed that tape that it was gonna that it was gonna show what it showed but then as soon as you're watching it you know you're just watching for that backboard to light up that big yep. light to yep, pop yep. up and you're right it's the ball sitting in the air when that light pops on. And, and again, not to say, you know, wow, it's, it's just, I mean, again, this, this series, um, as I, as I, you know, the last time I was with, I'm sure the last time I was on your show, I'm sure the last time that we were, we were talking on the air, there's, I'm not even watching this thing. That's what and you said, about, and, and I did the I home know. and home. I did the home and home on your show on Wednesday, <laughs> and you said the same thing. Then you're like, "I'm not watching." That's why I didn't even bug you. I'm being dead serious. I, Richard Clark, who's going to be coming up here in just a little bit, is uh, he and I? We dude, we text each other just mercilessly. I bet I'm not even exaggerating. I bet there's 75, 80 texts between us in one game. And we we probably even beat that this past Saturday night, dude. And I thought about it. I really did, Mark. I was like, do I do I hit him with it? But surely I know, dude, you know, with all our smartphones, you know, you get ESPN updates. I was like, well, I'm sure he got an ESPN update, but I don't want to bug him if he didn't see it and make you even hate him more. But you know what? Somewhere in my soul, Mark Panicelli, I knew that you'd watch it. I got to say this, too, because we've got to – I got to get a preview of you uh, for tonight's game. But Reggie Miller didn't help us at all either because if you were, you know, and I had the sound up on the game and he was saying, oh, that shot's no good, that's no good. Man, if I was within punching distance of Reggie Miller's jaw, he would be sore right now. I'm not, <laughs> But he was that way the whole time. And I know he he hates the Celtics. And I know here I am, I'm being that fan, Mark, that, oh, the announcers <laughs> hate my team. But, dude, I really think he does. Have you ever heard? He never says anything negative about the freaking Celtics, dude. 
You mean anything nice about the Celtics? Yeah. Well, what uh, did I say? Yeah, yeah. What did I say? You I said anything I... negative. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. My bad, my bad. A positive is what no, I was no, no. trying to say, and, yes. And it's kind of surprising because, I don't know. I mean, Larry Bird was his coach, yes. right, at one time. Like, you would think, you know, maybe he had some respect. But, again, it, it, look, it's great that we had to – or we, we got to see him uh, say he was wrong. Uh, and the shot was good, and it'll be ESPN doing the game tonight. So we will not be uh, with Reggie Miller. Lord. We'll get Thank the uh, we'll get the bang bang that Mike Breen got. I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> I like him though, don't you? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah he's, he's good. Uh, and uh, you know, uh, it'll be Mark Jackson and uh, and uh, Jeff Van Gundy. Mama, there goes that man. Uh, now that so, I yeah, can do, uh, I can do without that. But just Reggie, I just. I, you know what? We don't have enough time to get in this. Maybe this is something we'll talk about on your show on Wednesday or next week on your appearance. But I just don't think Reggie really brings a lot to the game. And it's not just that he's anti-Celtics. It's just, I don't know. He, he, I, I'm not a fan. I'm really not a fan of him. I, I really am not a big fan of the three-man booths in the first place. And I just think he's extraneous. I don't think he's needed especially and i love stan van gundy i mean when you have svg in there i mean i think he brings a lot to it i just don't think reggie does but anyway 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 uh let's uh fast forward to tonight uh boston how about i don't know have you looked at the spread before i test you on this uh, I have not. I, I have love it. I love it. Then okay, let's let's get the bookmaker Mark Panicelli out here. If you are okay. uh, if you're setting a line for tonight's game, what do you have the line at? Mm. Uh, I'm gonna go Celtic four dude. plus four, dude. Or, or you me, mean minus? Four. Yeah, minus four, dude. Yeah, yeah. It's Boston four. minus seven. Whoa! Have they watched any of this damn series, dude? I just and and again, I like Jimmy Butler needs any more of a motivating, you know. Right. I, I mean, you tell Jimmy Butler, hey, you're seven point underdogs in this game seven. You were ten point or nine point in game one, you won that one. You were ten point underdogs in game two, you won that one. Dude, I just and and listen, Vegas usually hits these a lot of times. They've just done a horrible job. In fact, Miami, for the first time all series, was point-and-a-half favorites going into game six, and they lose it. <coughs> I don't get it, Mark. I mean, what? Why? Okay, it, this is going to probably be the hardest question for you to answer, but why has Vegas been so wrong about this series? And they have missed it just about every single game this series, dude. I would assume, to be honest with you, that the – uh, the, the seven points is probably more so about covering the books because I would bet you that more of the money is going to the home team on this. And so sometimes they're going to push that line a lot further. Now, I'm with you. I, I think seven's probably too much. That's a, that's a whole lot to cover. Um, but I think that's part of it. I think it's one of those things where it's like, well, if you're going to get the Celtics, not Christine away, buddy. Oh, sorry. No, they're not all tight. Uh, but anyways, uh, then, um, then they're going to cover a big spread. Uh, and like I said, I, I, again, that's sometimes they do this to sort of get people to bite on that. Cause now, now you're see, you look at it one way, but then you also go from the betting angle, take all of the team part of it out of that because those guys aren't even supposed to be paying attention to that or get suspended by the league. Not that they do or anything. Anyways, <laughs> that being said, 
Um, you know, now you're saying, hey, you can take Miami and I'll give you seven points. Now that starts to be a little tasty on the other end, right? If you don't know where you want to put your money down, well, then you're going to give me seven uh, and Miami. Well, then, you know, like I said, then maybe Boston wins this thing, but do they win it by seven? Like I said, I don't know. Is this more of a the point spread affected by the amount of money that's coming in uh, into the book? Well, I tell you, for which team? Exactly, exactly, dude. Okay, let's. Like I said, we're here for a, a good time, not a long time. I want your official prediction, Mark Panicelli, and we'll talk about this Wednesday. Like I said, on the home and home when I come on your show on uh, on Wednesday at five o'clock on uh, the drive with Mark Panicelli. But it's time, Mark Panicelli, your official prediction for tonight, Game Seven, Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. Who you got? The real secret, it seems to have been a three-point shooting, right, as far as which team's the hot hand. Um, and maybe game six was a, an outlier in that. But two things are that, that you know, I, I, think, I think Boston wants uh, to – well, they're, they're going to shoot a lot of threes. They need to be efficient about those. I think Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum – have not shot well beyond the arc. I know Jason Tatum has had some big points games. I would expect the same uh, probably from from him tonight, uh, at least the volume of shots you're going to see. I would expect uh, a great battle down low between Adebayo and, and, and Robert Williams. Um, we've really gotten to see this matchup head-to-head between Tatum and Butler. I think we're going to continue to see that uh, in this game tonight. So I'm interested to see if Brogdon's going to play. Uh, that certainly plays into that three-point um, success, I think, for, for the Celtics. But I don't know how you don't – and now this isn't the original Garden, so I know it doesn't have the quote-unquote magic that the original uh, Garden had perhaps. But there's something about Game Sevens in Boston um, that uh, that I think you know. Look, the, the Celtics have looked like that team all year, uh, with the you know, with the exception of these inconsistencies where they just fall off the planet. You talked about the zombie Heat. I think there's the zombie Celtics. I'm not sure we're going to get zombie anything on this one. I think it's going to be physical. I think both teams under 100 points, but I'll take the Celtics to win. 97 to 93. I love it. I freaking love it, dude. So am I allowed to text you during the game tonight? Oh, absolutely. Text away. <laughs> I'll be there. I'm, I'll be fully invested wearing my Larry Bird jersey. Absolutely. <laughs> I love it, man. Like I said, I promise. That's why I didn't Saturday night because it was so stressful. Like I said, Rich and I were, but I was like, man, I wonder, I wonder what Panicelli thinks about this. So there you go. Mark, hey, are, do you have a show today? Uh, no, neither one of us do today. The NASCAR will be in Charlotte today at 3 o'clock. There so you folks, go, yep. You're going to get the Coca-Cola 600 at 3 p.m. And that Celtics heat game <laughs> will follow on your radio dial on 107.5. I love tonight. it. I'm actually going to go up. I love it. I'm going to go see. That's what uh, Linda and I are playing. I'm going to go see Junius today. And then my I'm going to be spending the rest of my day in my man cave on my chair Food in front of me watching, like you said, the Coca-Cola 600, and then uh, probably, you know, take what? That's about a four-hour, four-and-a-half-hour race. So we'll have about 30, 45 minutes off and then uh, get ready for the Celtics versus the Heat. 
Mark, you were, look at this. On your day off, you get up and come on my show first thing in the morning. You are the best, dude. Thank you, okay? You are so welcome, man. Go Celtics. Go Celtics, indeed. I will talk to you on Wednesday, okay? Absolutely. There you go. That's Mark Panicelli, 252 ESPN. Let's get our good friend Richard Clark up here on the line with us as we are uh, continuing our talk about the NBA playoffs. Richard Clark, as you know, he is the news director of the Carteret County News Times, CarolinaCoastOnline.com. And while that is very important, and it is, Richard, you know, I mean, that's the job that pays the bills, you know, that keeps food in your kitties' bowls and all that and you know, allows, <laughs> you to, allows you to take out your beautiful girlfriend. Dude, you are our NBA and our hoops expert. And yes, I'm hoping you'll come back on with me tomorrow morning as you usually do in your Tuesday slot. I had to. And, and Mark Panicelli cut his uh, uh, appearance short so I could have my boy and my friend, the NBA expert, hoops expert, Richard Clark, on our uh, Spence Automotive guest line. Good morning, my friend, here on Memorial Day. Good morning on Memorial Day. Dude. Shout out to all the people that served. Absolutely, dude. Absolutely. Man, hey, and that's very important. Don't get a twist. I'm not trying to denigrate that or shortchange that, but, dude, we're here to talk some NBA playoffs. We're here, like I said, tomorrow. Right. We're here for a good time, not a long time. And I'm telling you, dude, I'm still, I'm still, this is not exaggeration. I'm still reveling in that final three seconds of uh, of Saturday night, dude, <laughs> of thinking we had the game clinched and then fouling Jimmy Butler and him pulling. I, I said this with Panicelli. I thought you might like this. I thought it was a pretty good comparison. Uh, Jimmy Butler pulled his best uh, uh, Kyle Guy impression. Remember Kyle Guy for uh, oh, yeah. Virginia? Yeah, yeah. When he, he had to hit three free throws to send a game into overtime. Now, this wasn't the same situation. It put the uh, heat ahead by one. But still, dude, just an amazing performance uh, in that final few seconds there for Jimmy Butler. Hits three free throws, puts him up by one. And I thought the game was over, Rich. I mean, it, I, it was about as chaotic as the last, I don't know, what, four or five minutes that I've ever remembered watching because it wasn't like yeah, either team was out there, you know, making incredible plays. You know, I, the comparison is probably the game seven with the Heat and uh, – uh, the Spurs back in the day when LeBron and them were playing, but that was high level stuff. This was more like <laughs> a rock fight of who who's going to mess up the most. Uh, so it was it was really even at the end you were kind of looking around like what just happened, <laughs> dude. I, well, listen, and I know people who just heard me talking to Mark are going to be like, well, why is he asking Rich the same questions? But I want your I want your thoughts on this, dude. When uh, okay, first. When Butler hits the free fr the three free throws, did you really think the Celtics had a chance? If you were putting a percentage zero to a hundred percent, what are the no. odds that you thought they uh, from what ten percent, fifteen percent, or even more than that? Ten ten's probably high. Okay, I mean you know you just figured it that the Heat are going to be able to scheme, which they did, uh, and get rid of Tatum or Brown, so it was going to be left up to as we all figured, Marcus Smart who threw up something and then honestly it probably should have went in uh you know he got a good bounce it probably should have went in so can't blame him for that but for Derek white to come out of nowhere holy smoke <laughs> by the way quick quick side note to this you know there have only been three times before this that a team's come back from 3-0 down to even force a game seven 
in the history. In the NBA. In the, dude, it's, oh, and you're right about that. And then all three of those teams lost. Now, here, now I, I got to tell you, I'd read this somewhere, but Panicelli made a good point when he was just on the three previous times, though, Rich. The team has had to be on the road. This right, is the absolutely. first time. This is the first time that the team has been at home. So, I mean, there's something to be said for that, too, don't you think? Well, look, this has only happened coming back from 3 0. The, the three times in the NBA, it's only happened once in baseball, and it's happened, oh, I think nine times in hockey. Yeah. So, you know, this is not, this is new. So if you care anything about sports, this is probably worth watching just from that standpoint. I mean, it just doesn't happen. Um, it's going to be interesting to see. And you're right, the home court thing, I'm not sure it matters anymore. The Celtics haven't been very good at home, and the Heat on the flip side have been pretty good on the road. So I'm not sure that that really matters at this point. Uh, it, and it kind of feels like whoever loses this is just woof. You know, <laughs> either way, either turnaround here, whether the Heat win or the Celtics win, you're kind of looking at something going, man, that was something else. I mean, because the Heat, you know, you just gave away three games that could have could have clinched this thing. And the Celtics to come all the way back and lose, that's got to be devastating. So it's going to be interesting, and I will be there with Bill's on. Oh, dude, I absolutely will, too. Panicelli made a good point as he was uh, ending his appearance. With the Coca-Cola 600 being postponed because of rain yesterday, dude, you're not going to get me out of uh, my my my, uh, uh, my my button pressing on my, uh, in my man cave in my favorite seat. I'm going to have food in front of me starting at about 3 o'clock. Heck, I might even watch some of the Xfinity race, man. You know, watch some of that. And then, I mean, dude, they're releasing at noon. I got Michael Martin in here with me. We're going to talk about this in the next hour about uh, ECU. We're, we're going to find out where they're going. That's going to be at noon today. Then at 3 o'clock, you've got the, uh, the Coca-Cola 600 from Charlotte Motor Speedway. Then at 8 o'clock tonight, you've got uh, the game and and a lot of people are off today dude man what a perfect day for sports today here rich absolutely as a matter of fact um i'm off today and i told my i asked my girlfriend not 10 minutes ago uh do you need to go anywhere today i didn't give any context to i didn't give any context to the question but i think she kind of knew <laughs> yeah oh yeah yeah Poor, uh, linda's executive producing right now and uh she's gonna be i know she's rolling her eyes right now too so hey listen i want to get back to this like i said we're here for a, right. a, a good yeah, time yeah. not a long time i did want to ask you this to wrap uh, before we preview tonight's game uh, to wrap Saturday night's game. How crazy was it, dude, in that final three seconds that neither Jason Tatum or Jalen Brown touched the ball? And that, to me, was as imp- – I don't know if impressive is the right word, Rich, but it was, uh, I don't know, an anomaly? I don't know. Well, how, what what uh, adjective would you use to describe what happened there in the final three seconds in that neither uh, Tatum or Brown touched the ball? Well, as I kind of – touched on before I think it goes more to Spolstra and the Heat's ability to to game plan a defense that they were able to take them out um, I, as I texted you the other day the two things I found interesting is Tatum's disappearance act in the second half and Jimmy Butler's all of a sudden come alive in the last I don't know three minutes maybe four yeah. so does any of that carry over to the next game uh, this game tonight should be interesting because it was, as you said, it was chaotic. It just, it was so uneven. Um, you know, the first half was, they just let them kill each other to refs. And then the second half, 
you know, for all the people that all oh, refereeing's hard. I don't want to hear it because that was ridiculous. <laughs> the, the first, the, you know, the first half they were out there just mugging each other, and that's fine if that's what you want. But then to totally flip flop the game and have touch foul after touch foul after touch foul, and the second half was insane. Um, so hats off to both sets of players that they were able to even halfway, you know, modify their games and adapt to the situation because those were two completely ref games differently, first half, second half. And and again, the second half was just so chaotic and so uneven that it was it was kind of hard to watch, wasn't it? It really was. You, you, could, yeah. you couldn't kind of get in a flow. You're like, what's going on? And there weren't any huge runs, albeit Miami did have the, what was it, 15 to four run to close the game. But most of the runs were like, they'll score six, they'll score, the other team would then score four, and it just kept going back and forth between free throws. So uh, I'm curious to see what happens this time around. Well, I'm getting ready to get that prediction from you, that voice you listen to, Richard Clark. He's our Typically, he's our Tuesday guest here on the Brian Hanks Show, and he will be again tomorrow morning as we'll look back at tonight's game uh, with his appearance in the first hour tomorrow. But, hey, I'm wondering what uh, Blair Cutliffe is going to say about uh, the officiating from the other night. Do you know, that? <laughs> you know what I'm talking about, right? No, that's no, your uh, – No, 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 no. Blair Cutliffe, uh, that was the invest. The NBA's investigating Eric Lewis. Oh, that burner account. account. Yeah, that was his name was Blair, Blair Cutliffe on that uh, Twitter account. So, Well, as I tweeted <laughs> behind that initial story when that came out, I said that they need to throw – they don't need to disregard that. What they need to be looking at is those FanDuel accounts. Yep. Find out what's going on. No, good. You're right about that. Well, listen, uh, we've got about three minutes left here in our first hour, and I, that is plenty of time for Richard Clark. We got Panicelli's uh, prediction a moment ago, uh, or a few moments ago. Let's get the Richard Clark official prediction. I'll, I'm going to give you the same test I gave him because you weren't listening to my uh, visit with him, right? No, I, I was not. It. I love it. Okay. Richard Clark, you're a bookmaker in Vegas. What do you set the spread at for tonight's game? Uh, the spread will probably be Boston by two, something like that. I don't know now, but I'll be honest. I, I think I'm gonna go with the Heat just to you know mix it up what? a little bit. Yeah. No, no. Is this your your prediction, or this is what you think no, Vegas this, is? No, this say? is my this is my this is my view of prediction. Oh, okay. We're gonna get to that in a second. I, I'm going. I, I got Mike Martinson across from you. Said minus two. If you're setting the spread for tonight's Celtics Heat game in Boston, Mike, what what do you think it is? I would say Celtics minus four. Okay. Both of y'all are so wrong. Rich and Mike, how about it's Celtics minus seven tonight? Mm. Wow. That that's Richard. Wow. I think I think Celtics win, but they don't cover. I that's what I that's my prediction too. That's my I think it, I, in fact uh Panicelli had it at ninety seven ninety four or no uh ninety seven ninety three Boston. What's your official prediction for tonight, Rich? Give me a score. Uh eighty seven, eighty four Look go back and look at game seven. They're typically slow and rock fight they just are wow um, and and typically nobody really plays that well you know what i mean the star end up with 20 but it'll go five for 15 you know that sort of thing the game sevens are not a you don't you rarely see these high flying game sevens you know what i mean you're right you're so right. um well that's the over under vegas is over under four two sort of backs you up a little bit they got it at 203 which would be mm. what if they if they're right with that, the minus that, seven that, 
102-101 kind of deal. Is yeah. that what they're saying? Something like yeah. that. That's crazy. That is crazy. Listen. I don't Rich, think it's going to get to that unless somebody gets hot. Well, listen. I love you, Rich. You were in my wedding. You're my boy. All that. I hope I, I hope to God you were totally wrong about tonight. Oh, okay? I'm, I'm not rooting for the Heat. Yeah. I'm rooting for the Celtics. Okay. And, and this is just from a pure basketball standpoint because Joe is going to destroy them. At least the uh, Celtics hey, got dude, some dude, guys. Let's let's just get to that when we get to that, okay? <laughs> I just want to get, dude. That's Thursday, game one of the NBA Finals. Thursday. I'm just hoping, praying my Celtics are in it. Rich, thank you so much for joining us this morning, dude. Thanks for having me. Talk to you tomorrow. Talk to you tomorrow. And that'll wrap up our first hour, second hour. Michael Martin, part two here on the Brian Hanks Show, presented by Lenore Community College.